all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's. Come on in. What's happening, y'all? Come on in. I got everybody at the same time. So Facebook and YouTube, there'll be about a minute or so delay. Now come on in, everybody. It's Monday night, which means it's time to command your week and command your day with the power of prayer. Do me a favor, share. When you share, people get saved. I need you to share tonight across every platform. And thus, not also forget our Uncommon Gospel Radio Network family. We love and appreciate you. And I know Periscope says that it's not streaming, but yesterday um, they let the 915 stream. So maybe it's streaming, maybe it's not. I don't know. But nonetheless, if you're on Periscope, welcome. I'm glad that you are with uh, us tonight as we pray. What do we do? We gather together every single Monday night for one hour in order to pray. And our prayers have power. I just need you, before we ask God for anything, uh, I just need you to just release a praise tonight across every platform. Say, thank you, Jesus. Say, hallelujah. Say, Lord, I love you. The Bible says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Which means the first thing I do when I'm approaching God is I release thanksgiving. And then secondly, I release praise. Come on, Alabama. I want you to do that tonight. Enter his courts with thanksgiving and his gates with praise. Come on, across every platform tonight. We put a hallelujah on the screen. Put a Lord, I love you on the screen. Put a thank you, Jesus. Come on, let's enter in the way the word says to. God says, before you ask me for anything, I want to know that you are grateful for what I've done. And before you ask me to do anything, I want to know that you appreciate what I've done, that you're grateful for the ways I've made, that you're grateful for the doors I've already opened. And we are grateful tonight, God. We say hallelujah. We say thank you. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your protection. Thank you for your embrace. Thank you for your correction. Thank you, God, for raising us up. Thank you, God, for changing what needs to be changed. Thank you, Lord, for your sacrifice on the cross for us. You loved us enough to die for us. You gave up your life so that we could have life and life more abundantly. And for that, God, we say thank you across every platform. Come on, just, just do it, y'all. Do it. Every platform, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Come on. Thanksgiving and praise. Before we ask for anything, before we pray for anything, let's just let them know we are grateful. You're grateful that you made it. Listen, a year ago, the world was locked down and shut down. You're grateful that you made it through the last year. What many are saying is the worst year in human history in the last hundred years. You made it. Come on, let God know you're grateful for that. You beat it. For many of you, you had coronavirus. You beat it. You were in an accident. You beat it. It's only because of his grace. It's only because of his mercy. It's only because of his goodness. It's only because of his consistency. It is because of the Lord. Come on. Come on. Put a praise on the screen. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Come on. His gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. His gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. His gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. And we love you, Lord. We magnify you. What does that mean? We make you bigger in every circumstance, in every issue, in every situation, and anything we are facing. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. And for that, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, can I get you to type amen across every platform that we are streaming to tonight? Hey, and let me not also forget to the Harvest Channel. Love y'all across every platform tonight. Do me a favor, share, share, share tonight. If you have not shared, I need you to share. Why do we share? Why is that such a big deal? When you share, people get saved. Uh, yesterday, I have not seen the final numbers 
But I know yesterday, tons of people gave their life to the Lord. The 915, the 1115, both in the building and online. So uh, even though I, I know it was over 10. Can we celebrate God for that? I know it was over 10. I haven't seen the final numbers yet, but I know it was over 10. Can we celebrate that? God bless you, Pastor. Let's celebrate that. Those uh, people coming to the Lord, I think that puts us now at the year for like 130 or something for the year. And of course, we want to see way more than that, but we celebrate those lives. Those are lives that matter to God. Those are individuals and those individuals matter to God. The Bible says that heaven rejoices. So literally, heaven has a party when people come to God. So let's have a party. Let's just do it like it's going to be like they did in heaven yesterday. Let's just celebrate. Last year, just shy of 600 people gave their lives to the Lord that we were able to record. And so the many more, we'll never know the true number. We can only get what we can record. But can we have a party? Can I get you to put that little party hat on the screen? Just say, thank you, Jesus. Just do something to celebrate that um, yesterday. It was so amazing uh, yesterday to think back one year ago, how it was just totally digital, how one year ago it was totally and it was only digital. And of course, to see the difference that a year makes and you have made it through this year. And I don't want you to ever forget that, especially during these times of prayer. Like I want you to know what got you through the pandemic. And I'm by no means of saying that it's over. But I am certainly saying that the end is in sight. And what did we begin praying for one year ago? Actually, we started praying this. I checked. We started praying for this back in February of last year. We prayed for a swift end to the coronavirus outbreak. And God has certainly done that. And, um, and it's amazing. This is the Lord's doing. And it's marvelous in our eyes. But I never want you to forget what got you through the pandemic. Prayer got you through the pandemic. I need somebody to say prayer did it. Praise got you through the pandemic. Worship got you through pan the pandemic. Your giving got you through the pandemic. Your sacrificial giving got you through the pandemic. Your serving got you through the pandemic. I don't want you to forget what got you through the worst year in the last hundred years. I just need somebody to testify and say, watch me, can I put all of that into one word? Your faithfulness is what got you through the pandemic. I need somebody to testify. I don't need you to think that you made it through this. Because of some uh, 12 steps, I don't need you to think that you made it through this because uh, 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 of some pie in the sky mentality. You only made it because your prayer, because of your giving, because of your worship, because of your praise, because of your consistency, because of your serving. That's what got you through the pandemic. That's why other people are coming out worse, but you're coming out better. That's why other people are coming out stressed and you coming out successful. Other people's businesses went down, yours went up. Other people lost, you built bigger. Why? Because of your faithfulness. The Bible makes it clear that God is no respecter of persons. What he's done for another, he'll do for you. To be, watch me, to walk by faith means that you are full of faith, which means you are faithful. I'm going to back that thing up so you get it. To walk by faith means you are full of faith, which means you are faithful. And I just need you to type this on the screen. I'm faithful. We're about to pray in a minute, but we enter this gate with thanksgiving and it's courts with praise. Your faithfulness, that's what saved your life. That's why you couldn't die. You had a sense of purpose. That's why you couldn't throw in the towel. You had a sense of purpose. You had a sense that I got to get up. I got to keep it moving. Y'all ready? Let's go. Father, now we bless you and we honor you. We have entered your gates with thanksgiving. And your courts with praise, God. We are thankful, God, that you have been faithful to us. But, God, we also recognize that we have been faithful to you. Not perfect. Not perfect. But we are faithful. We didn't get everything right, but we're faithful. We didn't cross every T, dot every I, check every box, but we are faithful. There were moments we felt like throwing in the town, but we've been faithful. There were moments, God, where we felt like we could not go on, but we were faithful. And the word says that you honor those that honor you. You honor those that honor you. You honor those that honor you. And for that, we are faithful. We are thankful, God. In the name of Jesus, tonight as we gather together, as we do every Monday night across a variety of platforms now, God, we pray that you would hear our prayers. And that you would respond. You would hear our prayers and that you would move. You would hear our prayers and that you, God, would answer us. And we thank you for that. We're not just speaking into the air. We're not just speaking to some imaginary friend. We are speaking to the King of Kings. Come on, y'all. And the Lord of Lords. You are the great I am. 
You told Moses, when Moses says, what is your name? We have only known you through the stories that we've heard. We've only known you through what mama said. We've only known you through what daddy said. We only known you through what the preacher said. But Moses said, but I want to know your name. And you said, God, your name is I am. I am in Hebrew means I will prove who I am to be. That means, watch me, it means, God, you said, I'm going to show you my name better than I can tell you my name. You'll know what to call me based on what you see me do. You'll know what to call me based on what you see me do. You don't know what to call me based on what you see me do. And so, God, we call you healer. We've seen you do it. I need you to testify while we're praying. God, uh, we, we call you waymaker. We've seen you do it. We call you faithful. We've seen you be faithful. We call you our provider, our gyro. We've seen you provide. We call you our shema, that all-sufficient one. We call you Saboa. That is the God that fights for us. We have watched you beat some heads, Lord. We have watched you knock some folk upside their head for messing with us. Come on, God. That's why we call you Jehovah Saboa. We have watched you fight for us. We have watched you defend us. We have watched you silence those that speak against us. We have watched you shut the mouths of lions that would desire to eat of our flesh and make those lions be our protection. I need you to testify something you've seen him do because Moses said, what's your name? God says, I'm going to show you who I am. I'm going to show you better than I can tell you. I will show you better than I can tell you. I will show you better than I can tell you. I will show you better than I can tell you. I will show you better than I can tell you. And thank you for showing us, God. You did not leave us in our mess. You did not leave us in our mistakes. You did not leave us in our failures. You did not leave us in our discouragement. You did not leave us in our depression, you did not leave us in our frustration. You did not leave us in rejection. You did not leave us in abandonment. You are the God that's been consistent. And for that, we say thank you tonight. In Jesus' name, we've entered your courts with thanksgiving. We've entered your, your gates with thanksgiving. You've entered your courts with praise. And now, God, we simply magnify you. We lift you up. As we pray, we expect for you to respond to us tonight in the name of Jesus. You said that we can boldly approach the throne of grace and obtain favor and mercy in our time of need. And when we pray tonight, we will not be no punks in prayer. When we pray tonight, we will not back up and be timid in prayer. We will be bold. We will speak with authority. The scripture says, now the kingdom suffers violence. And violent men take it by force. That word violent there means they are focused and unwavering. God, we are those that are focused and unwavering. The kingdom is what you said we can have and who you said we are. That means when the scripture says the kingdom suffers violence, that means we are going after with force and unwavering with who you said we are. We are going after with force and not wavering with what you said we can have in the name of Jesus and so tonight, God, we ask you to forgive us, to forgive us for our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Sin, every mistake we've made, every time we miss the mark, that's what sin means. Every time we did not hit the bullseye, every time we did not do it just right, that's sin. But then, God, we pray for forgiveness for our iniquity. That's the generational sin. And we practice and pass down and around the stuff we were supposed to break, but instead we perpetuated it. We ask that you forgive us for that. And we renew, Father, our belief that we are the curse breakers. We renew, God, our belief that we will be the first to do it in our bloodlines. We renew our belief, God, that we will be the ones that make it happen. And then secondly, God, or thirdly, God, we pray for forgiveness for our transgression. That is to willfully deviate from what we have known to be right and what we knew to be truthful. Forgive us for that tonight and wash us in the blood. Wash us in the blood. That means when you see us, you don't see our screw up. You see the blood. When you see us, you don't see our failures. You see the blood. When you see us, you do not see what we were supposed to do. You see the blood. And the scripture says, when you, you cannot deny yourself. You cannot deny yourself. You cannot deny yourself. You cannot deny yourself. That's 2 Timothy 2 and 13, which means when you see us, you don't see us. You see you. And when you see you, you can't deny you. Which means when we pray, you see you. You can't deny you. When we worship, you see you. You cannot deny you. When we come boldly before the throne of grace, you cannot deny you because we are covered in the blood. We are forgiven. We will not walk in shame. We will not walk in condemnation. We will not walk with our heads down. 
We will do what we learned at Harvest yesterday. We will stand up straight and then we will walk. I need somebody to just say stand and walk. We will stand up and we will walk. We will not walk in fear. We will not walk in intimidation and we will not walk in timidity. You have not given us a spirit of fear or timidity, but of power. God, we've got power. That means dunamis. That means when we show up, dynamite showed up. When we show up, we change environments. When we show up, we change systems. When we show up, we change policies, protocols, and procedures. We are those that walk in power. I need y'all to pray with me tonight. And you've given us love. God, we are not those Christians that are judgmental, backbiting, pontificating hypocrites. That's not us, God. We declare we walk in love. Your word says that they would know uh, uh, that we are yours, God, based on the love we have for one another. What does that mean, God? That we speak to the king in one another. We speak to the strength in one another. We speak to the power in one another. God, every man and every woman has a king and a fool in them. We speak to the king and or queen in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for it, God. You've given us power, you've given us love, and you've given us a sound mind. That means, God, we will not spend our days in stupid thoughts. We will not spend our thinking and stinking thinking. We will not spend our mentality and stuff that does not move us forward. But God, we have a sound mind. I need you to type sound mind, whatever platform you're on. Come on. We have a sound mind. That means, God, that we think like you, that we uh, behave the way you would desire for us to behave. We see it like you. That's why the scripture says, let this mind. That was in Christ, be in you also. We declare we have the mind of Christ. Type that, please. The mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ. What's Christ? The anointing. The anointed one and his anointed. What does that mean? That whatever we think about, we are thinking about it from the perspective that we are graced for this. Whatever place we find ourselves in, we are graced for this. Whatever place we are in, we have a grace for the place. Come on, whatever place we are in, we have a grace for the place. Whatever place we're in in life, we declare we have a grace for the place. Whatever place we're in in business, we declare we have a grace for the place. Whatever place we are in in finance, we have a grace for the place. Whatever city we are in, we have a grace for the place. Y'all better catch what I'm throwing out tonight. Whatever a marital situation, we have a grace for the place. Whatever family situation, we have a grace for the place. Well, whatever family situation, we have a grace for the place. Whatever relative situation, we have a grace for the place. Whatever situation is going on with your living, you have a grace for the place. Whatever situation is going on with your stimulus, you have a grace for the place. Whatever situation is going on with your business, you have a grace for the place. That's what it means to have the mind of Christ. I got a grace for the place I'm in. Hey, God. I got a grace for the place I'm in. And what makes other people lose their mind, baby, I have a sound mind. And what makes other people can't figure it out, I know exactly what to do, exactly what to say, exactly where to go, because I have, you have, we have the mind of Christ. Whatever you're dealing with in school, you have a grace for the place. Whatever you're dealing with with your kids, you have a grace for the place. Whatever you're dealing with with your spouse, you have a grace for the place. Whatever you're dealing with internally, you have a grace for the place. Whatever contests or things are ahead of you, you got to overcome. You have a grace for the place. And for that, we say thank you. Come on, y'all. Let's take a break. In Jesus' name, amen. Can I get you to type amen on every platform tonight? The Harvest Channel, Harvest YouTube, Instagram, every place that we are live tonight. Let me get you to just type amen tonight. Guys, we gather together every Monday night for one hour to pray. And y'all know we see amazing results. We see amazing results every single time uh, that we pray tonight. All right. Y'all, listen, I like this shirt. One of my, one of the harvesters got this shirt for me here. I got to stand all the way up for those in the middle. Um, I look at three cameras plus a laptop every Monday night for prayer. So so all the different platforms that we're on. Um, I like this shirt. It says half hood, half holy. It says that means pray with me. Don't play with me. Listen. So I decided we're going to get some harvest ones that are done like this today. We're going to get some harvest ones that are like this, that I had a V and some other stuff on there. Uh, what does that mean? Uh, I want to give you scripture for that. And I already uh, already referenced it. Um, I already referenced it. But when I thought about this, how many of y'all, how many of y'all, I got so many comments today. If you didn't see it, it's on my Facebook and on my YouTube, on my Facebook and my Instagram. Um, Matthew 11 and 12. I want to give you scripture for this, um, for those who maybe not familiar with the term, what the phraseology of the shirt means, it means this. 
It just basically means I love the Lord. Try Jesus, though. Don't try me. In other words, it means just because I love the Lord doesn't mean I'm a pushover. Sometimes when people think that you're a Christian, that means they think that you can just do whatever. I promise you, I because because we're a church, I have watched people try to take advantage of us in business. I've watched people try to take advantage of us as employees. I've watched people try to take advantage of us as leaders. I've watched people try to take advantage of the church because the thought is, well, that's just the church. No, you better try Jesus. Don't bring that mess over here because God gets the best. He deserves the best and you're going to give him the best. And if you can't give him the best, I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you find the seat you need to sit in, but it ain't going to be one next to me. It's quiet in this church. I have watched people do that. So what this have hood means is that, listen, I love the Lord, but I, I learned some stuff in the hood about how we handle certain things. And I'm going to spiritualize it. I'm going to make this shirt totally Bible. You ready? Like, you know, I'm like 50, 50, I'm half and half. You got what I'm saying? It's like 50-50. It's like, listen, you, you, you want to meet the holy side. Because if you come over here, you if you come over here, you don't want no problems with me. Right? Let me get you scripture for this. Let me get you scripture for this. Matthew 11 and 12. Matthew 11 and 12. Somebody said, I'm so understanding you, Pastor. Right. A lot of times when you're a Christian, people think that means, like even in business, people think, oh, well, girl, you know, you know, we, we love the Lord. That don't mean you get to have do the job. Okay, let's talk. This is prayer, but let's talk. Well, you know, you just love the Lord. You know, it's all for God. That is not an excuse to give God something that is sorry and something that is less than God. I pray we would never justify. Let's go. God, I pray that we would never justify sloppy. We would never justify less than. We would never justify not doing a good job in the name of that's just the church. No, to, to Gehenna with that. You should get the best, God. You deserve our best. You deserve our best. Can I get you to type that? God, you deserve our best. You deserve our best in everything we do. Nothing should get more than you, and we should not give you leftovers. The devil is a liar, and his mammy is too. That is ridiculous, God. We owe you the best because you gave us the best. You didn't send no angel. Come on, I'm going to go in now. You didn't send an angel to die for us. You didn't even, you didn't even send the enemy to die. You didn't send a, 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 a pastor to die. You didn't send a bishop to die. You came yourself. You gave us your best, which was you. And because you gave us your best, which is you. We owe you our best. We owe you our best. We should be dressed the best for you. We should be on time the most for you. We should serve the best for you. Everything we do for you, God, you deserve our best because you've already given us your best. God, I rebuke thinking that makes us think we can give you less than because it's just church. To hell with that. I rebuke thinking that we can give you less than because it's just God. No, you deserve the best in everything that we do. And for that, we say thank you. God, we will give you our best. Our commitment on 4-5-21 is that from this day forward, you get our best. If you're committing to the Lord that he gets the best from this day forward, I just need you to put that on the screen. From this day forward, from this day forward, from this day forward, from this day forward, God, I will not give you less than. It's amazing to me the people who get a job more than the God that gave them a job. Who will give their family more than the God that gave them the family. Who will give their car more than the God that gave them the car. No, God, we're not that type of believer. We are not sociopathic narcissists who think this is all about us. But we recognize it's about you, God. We did not come to be worshipped. We came to worship you. We did not come to be seen, God. We came to see you. We did not come for our will. We came to do your will. And for that, we thank you in Jesus' name. I need everybody to type amen right there. From this day forward. I can't do nothing about what's happened. But from this day forward, I will give him my best. And if that's not been what you've been doing... Can I stretch you? Can I challenge you in prayer tonight? Give it to him. Because that's what he's owed. That's what he's owed. So what I like about this shirt is because the shirt just says, listen, try the Lord. Don't try me. Don't try me. Don't try me. Don't come over here with that mess. I have watched people do that as a pastor, thinking that it's okay. I watch companies try to take advantage of us. I watch employees take advantage, try to take advantage of us. I watch contractors try to, try to take advantage of us. And every pastor will tell you the same thing. Um, I, I'm just saying it. I'm saying what they think. I have watched members try to take advantage of us. I have watched people try to take advantage of us. I have watched everybody try to take advantage of us. Because the thought is, well, since it's church, 
you know, it's just church. No, God deserves the best. God deserves the best. And so in this, what I like about half hood, half holy, it just says, pray with me, but don't play with me. Because if you play with me, then there's some stuff I learned where I came from. Come on, y'all ain't going to talk to me. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. There's some stuff I learned in, uh, in some environments you came from. There's some stuff I learned in some environments and some places that I just came from. Somebody says the Facebook just uh, 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 just froze. That may be your device because I'm not seeing that come from anybody else. All right. There, and I'm looking at all green. Uh, I'm, it looks like all green over here. It's all green on all my streams. So it looks like we're good. All right. He, gives, he deserves the best. So let me give you scripture for this shirt. And then we're going to have our own. We're going to have a harvest version made. But uh, a harvester uh, brought me these and I love it. I'm half and half. Anybody else half and half? And for those of you who say, no, I'm just all holy. You need to read your Bible because Jesus was half and half. All right. Jesus was half and half. Look at the way Jesus dealt with people. Peter was half and half. Look at the way Jesus dealt with people. Jesus would literally read them and then go back to having church. One day, let me tell you what Jesus did. One day, some Pharisees and Sadducees were in a meeting. When some Pharisees and Sadducees were in a meeting, what ends up happening is uh, they come, Jesus is preaching. Jesus, in the middle of his message, he stops. Uh-uh, I'm going to read it to you. 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 Uh, here we go. Bam, 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 bam. I love this Bible. Matthew chapter 23. So look, in, in Matthew 23, Jesus is preaching. I want y'all to see this. This is half and half. And you know, anybody that's, depending on where you grew up, it, it, it's it's more of a phraseology and a mentality. It doesn't mean you had to grow up at a place that, you know, had, had challenges and that kind of thing. All right. Especially if you grew up in Denver. Don't talk about you have hood. Ain't no hood here. Listen. All right. I'm just messing. Love you. All right. Let me go. Look what Jesus did in Matthew 23. Because Jesus was half and half. So Jesus is preaching. He says to the crowd and to his disciples. Now listen, the people he's preaching about are sitting out there listening to him. You know, Jesus is a whole half and half because the people he's preaching about are sitting right there watching him. Right? This ain't no message he's doing on a Wednesday because he didn't want to say it to the Sunday people. Y'all ain't talking to me. This is the you understand? This is the message that he only did on prayer because he didn't want to do it to the Wednesday people or, or whatever. I'm just trying to use practical examples. The people he's about to preach about, he preached in front. Listen, then Jesus says that the crowds and his disciples. So basically, the crowd is here, the disciples are here. The scribes and Pharisees sit on Moses' seat and do um, so do observe what they tell you, but not the works they do. They preach, but they don't practice. He said, y'all listen to what they teach you, but don't look at what they do. Because if you pay attention to what they do, you're going to be screwed up. Verse 3. Uh, for they preach and don't practice. They tie up heavy burdens, hard to bear, lay them on people's shoulders, but they themselves are not willing to move them with their finger. They do all their deeds to be seen by others for they make phylacteries, uh, their phylacteries broad and their fringes long. In other words, he was saying they make garments to make them look spiritual, but they don't act spiritual. God, since we're here, let's pray. God, don't let us be like the Pharisees, the scribes, and the Sadducees, God. We pray that we would not be that. We pray that God, that we would not just preach it, but we would do it. We pray that we would not just say it, but that we would show it. We pray, God, that we would not lay heavy things on other people, but not do those same things that we lay on other people ourselves. Verse five, they do all their deeds to be seen by others. God, we pray that we don't do what we do to be seen by others. We pray, God, that we do what we do to be seen by you, to be seen by you. Everything we do, do it heartily as unto the Lord. Can I get you to drop 100% in the comments? Every platform. God, everything we do, we do it to give you 100%. You get 100% of our love, 100% of our devotion, 100% of our consistency, 100% of our faithfulness. I pray, God, that we would not just talk the talk. I pray, God, that we would walk the walk. Can I get you to say, I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking. Listen, he says, verse five, they do all their deeds to be seen by others. They make their phylacteries broad, their fringes long. So they dress the part, but they don't act the part. They love the place of honor at feast in the best seats of the synagogue. They say, put me up on the stage. Put me up over there. I'm not sitting on no regular seat. And greetings in the marketplace is being called rabbi by others. He says, they want everybody to acknowledge who they are. Even it, watch me, even though they are not doing anything to back up who they say they are. All right, let's skip down. Verse 11, the greatest among you shall be your servant. Whoever exalts himself will be humbled. Whoever humbles himself will be exalted. Now, listen, 
He's preaching about the scribes, the Pharisees, and the Sadducees. Specifically here, the scribes and the Pharisees. But the Pharisees and Sadducees, they were like two rival gangs. They were like two rival church cliques. And so they would always normally be around one another and they would church click with one another. Like that's basically what they were. They were two rival church cliques. And like, the, the, you know, this is a sanctified clique, just to always say clique, you know, something like that if you grew up in church. And the cliques would come together and fight. Like all this was going on in the Bible. So but people be looking at stuff today and be like, man, that's old. Right? Look, look, he's preaching to them in front of them. And watch what he does in the middle of his message. Just how you know Jesus was a half and half. But woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. You shut the kingdom of heaven in people's faces and you ain't even going in yourself. He says, you're trying to keep people away from God and you don't even know God yourself. God, I pray that we do not be like these Pharisees who try to keep people away from you and we don't even know you ourselves. There's a whole lot of people talking about a whole lot of stuff, judging a whole lot of people. And I pray, God, that we would not be those that don't even know you ourselves that we would not even know you ourselves. You said, woe to you Pharisees. You're trying to keep people away from God and you don't even know them yourself. You're trying to keep people at heaven and you ain't even going. You're going to hell. This is what he said. Look, verse 15. Woe to you scribes and Pharisees. Um, scribes, you recording everything. You recording everything, right? Watch me. For you traveled across the sea to make a single proselyte. In other words, to convert someone. Um, to uh, uh, what would be, have been practiced at that time. You'll go across the sea to convert someone. And then when you convert them, you make them worse as a child of hell yourselves. He says, you get them saved and then you pollute them. You get them saved and then you destroy them. You get them saved and then when they look at you, they're like, hey, Jesus, this is a mess. Listen to this. He goes on further. He says, woe to you blind guides who say, if anyone swears by the temple, it's nothing. Uh, 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 he says, you're blind fools. I'm kind of skipping through to get to the point. And you say, if anybody swears by the altar, it's nothing. Uh, but if anybody swears by the gift that's on the altar, he's bound by his oath. He says, in other words, you made things more important than God. God, I pray that we don't make things more important than you. Come on, y'all. God, I pray we never make things more important than you. You are more important than anything. He says, you blind men, verse 18 or 19, excuse me. But which is greater, the gift on the altar or the altar that makes the gift sacred? Uh, he goes on. Let me get to this. Let's get to verse 25. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees. I want to remind you, these people are sitting there listening to him preach. And he's directly, openly rebuking them in the middle of a message. This is how you know this is Jesus. This is how you know this is Jesus. Because he's openly rebuking them in the middle of the message. Listen to this. He says, you clean the outside of the club and the plate, but the inside are full of greed and self-indulgence. He was like, you got these dishes where they clean on the outside, but when you get on the inside, it's got all this sand from your dishwasher. He says, you appear righteous outwardly. He says, but within you are lawless. Within you are hypocrite. Everybody listen, what's hypocrisy? To be a hypocrite, many people have it mixed up. Hypocrisy is not that you don't do what you say or you don't practice what you preach. Everybody listen. Hypocrisy comes from the word, a Greek word that means to act, it means you're an actor. It means you say it, but you don't actually believe it yourself. That's a hypocrite. A person is not a hypocrite. If they say you need to stop that drinking and they go drink, that's not a hypocrite. They just need to, they just need to stop drinking. All right. A hypocrite is they don't actually think that that's a problem in the first place, but they told you that it's a problem. Did you hear what I said? It means you're acting. Father, I pray that we not be actors tonight. Come on, y'all. I pray that we not be actors. I pray that we not be actors. I pray that we not say something that we don't believe. I pray that we don't say something that on the inside we, we have no intention on walking out or living out in our everyday life. We will not be hypocrites. Come on. I need you to say I'm not an actor. We are not actors. We are not actresses. What does that mean? When you're a hypocrite, it means you're playing a character. It means you're playing a part in a movie that's fake, in a film that's fake, which means that's not the real you. You're just playing a part. I pray, God, we don't play the part, but that we would be the part. Y'all better pray with me tonight. I pray that we don't play the part, but that we would be the part, that we would be that which we say we are, that we would be that which we say we believe in Jesus name. Amen. Guys, if you haven't shared, I need you to share me tonight. 
share. When you share, people can say, I'm actually explaining to you this half hood, half holy shirt. And I want to show you that Jesus, I made this statement. If you're just coming in, I made this statement that Jesus, that Jesus was a whole G. All right. Because in the middle, he's preaching a message. And in the message, he sees some people out there and he directly starts addressing these people in the middle of his message. That takes hood tendencies. That takes G tendencies. Hood don't mean you grew up in hood. Hood just means that you will listen. You will do what has to be done. And I'm going to give you scripture to back this up. All right. Because I like this here. All right. Listen to this. It says, uh, what are you scribes and Pharisees? Hypocrites. You build the tombs of the prophets and decorate the monuments of the righteous. And you say, if we had lived in the days of our fathers, we would not have taken part in shedding the blood of the prophets. He says, but they witness against you that you are sons of the people who murdered the prophets. But listen, they were basically saying, have we been around during the time that we're reading about in the Bible? We never would have done that. And Jesus is saying, yes, you would have. He says, you still think like the generations that killed them. He says, listen, if I listen, you only say celebrate the prophets because they're dead. Because if they were alive and, and checking you, you would have tried to kill them. It's quiet right there. You only celebrate people because they're dead. Did you not know that when Dr. King died, he was rated as one of the most hated men in America? Did you hear what I just said? When Dr. King died, Dr. Martin Luther King, when he died, he was one of the most hated men in America. America. People celebrate him today because he's dead. Because he's no threat anymore. Y'all didn't hear what I just said. Google what I just said. You'll find the facts there. All right? His daughter, Bernice, makes that clear. Every time, every time there's a holiday, she always makes that clear. She says, y'all only celebrate my daddy because he's dead. But had he been alive, y'all would still be trying to kill him. This is what they were saying in the scripture. Jesus said, you're talking about, oh, Isaiah, oh, Moses, oh, Jeremiah, oh, ba, 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 shia. And Jesus was like, shut up. Because the only reason you celebrate them now is because they're dead and they won't check you. Because if they were alive, you'd, been try you'd be part of the people trying to kill them. Are y'all here with me tonight? Let me go further. <laughs> listen, uh, listen to what he says. These are the verses that get me. You serpents, serpents in Bible means deceivers. You vipers, a viper, notice serpents and vipers. They give us imagery of snakes, but in scripture, they're not snakes. All right, in terms of their original meaning. A serpent means a deceiver. He says, y'all are deceivers. Then he says, you're a viper. A viper is a heat-seeking, a heat-seeking um, uh, 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 type of snake, which means you only look for stuff that's hot and you jump on what's hot. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. He says, you're too into the trend and you only jump on what's hot. God, I pray that we not be trendy Christians where we only jump on what's hot, where we only respond to what's hot. It's quiet on prayer tonight. Where we only move because it's hot. Because it's trending. Because it's the thing to do. The word of God is sure. And it's not a trend. It will stand and stand forever. It will stand and stand forever. We are not those that will only seek out something that's hot. And try to ride what's hot. We are those God who our foundation is the word of God. And that word is the same yesterday. And it is the same today. And it will be the same forevermore. And for that we say thank you. And Jesus name. all I was trying to do is talk about this shirt, but this is some good prayer. Are you being blessed tonight? Share, guys. Share. On Instagram, click the little triangle. On all our other platforms, click the button. On Facebook and YouTube, make sure you click the button. This is to get notifications for when we go live. All right? We can't. If you're a trendy Christian, you'll jump on stuff that's the trend. And this is, let me just be honest about me. I don't care nothing about no trends. That's just me. I said, God, what do you want to say? And then that's what I'm going to say. I don't care what the trend is because that's what the Pharisees did. When it was a trendy thing, they jumped on it. That's what the scribes did. When it was a trend, they jumped on it. Oh, you need to do this because so-and-so is doing this. I'm not here just seeking heat. Come on. I'm not here just seeking heat. The word isn't a trend because it never goes out of style. Come on here, y'all. The word of God never goes out of style. Jesus is never going out of style. Do you hear me? He's never going out of style. The Bible is never going out of style. I just need you to say never. Come on, type never, every platform. God, we are not ashamed of the gospel. That is the power of God unto salvation. God, we will not be focused on trends, but we, God, you won't go out of style. You won't. 
You won't. So even if it's trendy to say I'm just spiritual, not religious, well, ain't nobody studying your trend. We are Jesus all day, every day. Can I just get some of y'all to type Jesus 24-7 on every platform? Every platform. I'm doing a lot of clapping tonight. Can I get y'all to just type that on every platform? Jesus 24-7. That's my that, that's what I believe in. It's not a trend because it don't go out of style. A trend means up and down, ebb and flow. He never goes out of style. He's going to be saving tomorrow like he was saving 2,000 years ago. He's going to be saving 2,000 years from now like he was saving right here today. He's never going out of style. He's always here. He's always cool. He's always amazing. He is always half and half. Huh? 24-7. Listen, guys, we're all, we're going to move. All right, look, so listen to what Jesus tells them. Um, he says this, um, Matthew 23, verse number 24, uh, 34, excuse me. Therefore, I send prophets and wise men and scribes, some of whom you will kill and crucify, some you will flog in your synagogues and you persecute from town to town so that you may come out all righteous blood shed on earth um, from blood from the blood of righteous Abel to the blood of Zechariah, the son of Berechiah, whom you murdered between the sanctuary and the altar. So Jesus goes on, he goes on, he goes on, he goes on. All of this he is saying to them. Everybody listen. All of this he is saying to them in the middle of a message. He's saying this in the middle of a message. Could you imagine? Oh, here, here's the one I, I skipped over. It. Verse 27. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees. You are whitewashed Tomb. Now I can spend some time right there. You're a whitewashed tomb. Outwardly, outwardly you're beautiful, but in but inside is you're dead. Dead people's bones and uncleanliness. He says you're whitewashed and you're a tomb. Oh God, I can spend some time there, but I will move. Right? This is Jesus. So Jesus was bold. He was bold. He was direct. So now let me give you this. Let me give you this scripture, Matthew 11 and 12. I got to move. If y'all push me in the comments, I might go back to that. I might go back to that. I might go back to that. We'll see. Matthew 11 and 12. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has suffered violence and the violent take it by force. Violent there, it means focus and unwavering. Focus and unwavering. Focus and unwavering. Focus and unwavering. Now y'all saying go back. Focus and unwavering. Okay, when he says whitewash, he was saying you want to, you keep pretending to try to be somebody else. Because you think if you pretend to be like different people that you will be received better. I'm going to give you the surface right there. I'm going to give you the surface right there. I'm going to give you the surface right there. I'm going to leave it right there. All right. All right. And so anyway... We have to be focused on unwavering. Um, Bible says when violence is, is, is just a, it's the best translation of what they had. But a better word for that, a better word, uh, the, the Greek, if you look that up, the language of our New Testament, it really deals with focus on unwavering. And so we have to be focused and unwavering. God, I pray that we will be focused and unwavering in, uh -oh, in everything that we do. I pray, God, that we would be those that are there in Matthew Chapter 11 and verse 12, where you said the kingdom suffers violence. In other words, the kingdom of God. What is the kingdom? It's heaven's attributes on earth. What is the kingdom? It is what you said we can have and who you said we are. It's that the kingdom, it suffers violence. It means it goes through people that are focused and unwavering and they get it. And they get it. They get who you said they are and they get what you said they can have. Come on, y'all. I feel like going all the way up. We are those that possess and, that's, uh, 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 and that violently take what you said we are and what you said we could have. We will not be passive, but we will be those from Matthew 11 and 12. Half and half. Matthew 11 and 12. God, we will violently pursue what you've ordained for us. And violence doesn't mean fighting and cussing and all that. No, it means, God, that we are focused and we are unwavering. Like we learned in church yesterday, God, we declare that we are those that are focused. Come on, I need you to speak that over yourself. We are those that are focused. 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 Here it is on what you want us to be focused on. 
We are not focused on our own agenda. We are not focused on our own plans. We are not focused on our own desires. We are focused on what you desire for us to be focused on. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Can I get a few of you to say amen right there? All right. Listen, guys. Um, ooh, this is good. Uh, that's a good question. I may come back and do ask the bishop. I see some questions coming in. I may come back and do that so that everybody will be able to see it. And when I do those, I normally do those on Instagram and then we reshare. Guys, today at 4 o'clock, if you don't have our app, can I encourage you to get our app? Text the word HARVEST, the 55498 to get our app. Um, now, that's going to be phasing out over the next um, few days. It'll phase out. Actually, midnight of next week is when we'll phase out. But you'll know. Well, I'll let you know. you get all the new texts and all of that, all of our new systems and our new app and website. All of that will switch over one week from today at midnight. That's the current schedule. Of course, it's subject to change, but that's the current schedule. Uh, I want to say this to you. If you don't have our app, can I get you to text the word Harvest to the phone number 55498? That way, every time we do live, uh, you'll know that. So even if there's a replay, you will be able to get the replay. So like today at 4 o'clock, Mountain Time, 6 o'clock Eastern, we did a replay of Saturday night. How many of y'all wave at me if you saw Saturday night, either by replay or either live? Of course, we're on several platforms, but how many of you saw Saturday night? And I talked about literally... Let's think back 2,000 years ago to what was going on Saturday night. Because what was going on Saturday night, Sunday morning, while it's still dark, he gets up. But on that Saturday night, what were those people thinking about? Somebody says, my faith is stirred. Come on here. Um, it was amazing. So I encourage you to go back and look at that. But if you have our app, you'll get notified every time. Please do not depend on social media to stay connected to me. Please do not stay depend on social media because they connected to Harvest. All right. The social media doesn't show everything to everybody. They do all of these games with the algorithms and they got all these terms. I've heard the term shadow banning and then, Inst and then Instagram says there's no such thing as that. And just don't depend on social media to stay connected. All right. The best way to stay connected is get that app and also make sure you text Harvest if you're in the USA. Now, I think our new, let me answer this for some of my Canada family. Can you answer this for me? Can you all dial like 800 numbers, like 877, like 800 number, 1-800? Can you all dial that? Because I think um, part of the reason that we made this switch is because it'll it'll be able to get to our internationals too. Um, but somebody answer that for me if um, where I can see, if you can answer it on Instagram for me because I can see your comments more quickly. Um, real quick. But anyway, while I'm waiting on an answer to come in, um, we're going to make, yes, you can. Thank you so much. That I knew there was a reason we were doing that. So part of our new text system is you will be able to get the text because it will not be a short code like 55498 before that was 59769. The new system, it'll be our 800 number. It's actually 87755-BISHOP, 877-552-4746. So we're going to let you know about all of that in the next couple of weeks. But please do not depend on social media to stay connected because it will not show you everything. Uh, it will not show you everything all the time. And then I often, people will say, oh, my God, you were live. I didn't know because it didn't let you know. But if you get the app, you'll always know. All right. Listen, let's move real quickly. Guys, please send in your testimonies. So I began to prophesy that people connected to Harvest, that God was going to raise up six and seven figure earners. And I think as of yesterday, I have the testimonies now of, what, did it, what was it, five, either five or six now that have already made that made that crossover um, uh, into into one of those categories. Can we give God praise um, because we're blessed to be a blessing? It's not about cash, cars, and clothes and being materialistic, but we're blessed to be a blessing. Can we give God praise on every platform? Just put a hallelujah, put a thank you, Jesus, with the hands up emoji. Come on, I love it. And this is that app helps me every day. Um, so to God be the glory for that. To God be the glory for that. Um, and I want you to send your praise report. If that, if you're one of those individuals and you crossed over and, and you are now walking in the manifestation of what was prophesied, I need to know. So I need you to send that in our app or our website. We're blessed to be a blessing. Hear my heart, guys, especially if I'm your pastor and you're part of Harvest. I want you to prosper. I want you to do well. Prosperity is bigger than money. It's shalom. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. Like it brings me such joy um, to see one of the individuals had sent me a video. And in the video, they, they had tears coming down the eyes and said, Bishop, you just don't know. It says, thank you, sir, for praying for me. Thank you for covering me. Thank you for what you've done. Because this, he says, this is what his words were. He says, Bishop, my whole life just changed. My whole life just changed. 
and he made sure he got that prayer request in and uh, and he did this. I want you to hear my heart if you're connected. And even if you're not part of us, if you're connected to us in any way, the Leadership Network, the Bible College, my, or you just jump on prayer with us, I want you to know my heart. I want you to do well. All right. So please send your praise support and our app or our website. Um, listen, guys, I want to take a moment because we're almost out of time. I want to sit in the seat of the seat of the intercessor real quick. And then I want to take your prayer request. Anybody you know that's unsaved, I want you to just drop their initials on the screen. Um, you said, Bishop, we do this. You've been doing this a lot lately. I know uh, because this, the kingdom suffers violence, violence taken by force. Focus on waver. We're going to keep praying until they're saved. We're going to keep praying until they serve. We're going to keep praying until they're saved. We're going to keep praying until they serve. That's what we're going to do. And we're going to see testimonies. We're going to see miracles. All right. So can I get you to drop the initials on every platform of anyone you know that is not saved or that needs to return to the Lord? Drop their initials. You say, Bishop, I've already prayed for them. Do it again. Let me give you scripture for that. In Luke chapter 18, there was a woman who kept going to the unjust judge over and over and over and over and over and over and over again about the same thing. And the judge said, guess what? If you don't stop coming to me, I'm going to give you what you want because you are worrying me. I pray that we would bombard heaven so much that heaven says, just get it done. Get an angel down there. Get them out the club. Get them out the mess. Get them off the drugs. Get them out the bad relationship. Get them out of themselves because some people are high on their own supply. They are high on themselves. Father, we cover every single set of initials that are on every platform tonight, God. And we pray, Lord, that you would draw them unto yourself. We reject the notion that they will not be saved. We reject the notion that they will not know you. We reject the notion that they will not live for you. And God, we thank you today that you call them unto yourself. John 9 says, no man comes to the Lord except the Spirit draw him. We pray tonight, God, that you would draw. Can I get a few of you to just type that? Draw, draw, draw that you would draw them, God, whatever it takes, whatever it takes, draw them unto yourself. We will not be satisfied until they're saved and serving. And we put a time limit on it this year, this year, this calendar year, 2021, this calendar year, 2021, this calendar year, 2021, this calendar year, 2021. And we thank you for that now in the name of Jesus, everybody said, amen. I want to shift to your prayers real quick. So we don't run out of time. Whatever your prayer requests are, I want you to drop them on the screen. Whatever your prayer requests are, I want you to place them on the screen right where you are at. Every platform, Harvest Channel, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, every channel, every page, I want you to drop your prayer requests right now. Right now. And remember, this is your prayer request. Three types of prayer. Intercession is prayer for unsafe. All right? It means to enter the session. Go to God on behalf of somebody that can't go on their own. Supplication has to pray for another Christian. And then third prayer, which is to pray for yourself. So I want you to take this moment to pray for yourself. Every platform, pray for yourself, whatever it is. And I want to stand in agreement with you. The scripture says, wherever two or three touch agree anything, it shall be done for them. It shall be done for them. So I want to cover it. Father, you see the requests that are laid out on every platform tonight. And God, you are the God that hears us. You are the God that hears us. And because you hear us, we know that you respond. Because you hear us. We know that you will answer. You answer with strategy. We don't just pray and say in Jesus' name, amen. You respond. So I pray tonight, God, for every request that's lifted up to you on every platform, that you, God, would respond. That you respond, Father, with strategy. You would respond with instruction. You would respond with directive. Father, I pray that you would stir a passion to pray in us, that we would not just wait until Monday night for an hour, but that every day, God, we would be violent. Come on. Every day, God, we would be those Matthew 11 and 12ers where we would violently uh, 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 seize the kingdom. What you said we could have and who you said we are in the name of Jesus, God. I pray that not only are we praying tonight, but God, we track the answer. Come on. We track the answer. We track the answer. We track that you answered us. Why do we track it? We track it so that when you do it, it'll build our faith. We track it so that when you do it, it will build our faith. We track it so that when you do it, that it will build our faith. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Guys, keep typing your requests. I see you still typing them in. They're still coming in. We've just got about seven minutes left before we're going to hop off uh, a prayer tonight. Um I want you um, tonight in supplication. I want to do something 
whatever platform you're on, I just want you, you don't have to know who the person is. It's okay. You don't need to call them. You don't need to talk to them. You don't need to DM them. You don't need to do none of that. I just want you to see somebody on the chat, grab their initials. Even if it's not their name, just grab whatever initials you can grab. Like I see one, it's got a D and a seven. Whatever you can grab. I want you to just grab their initials. And there's three things I want you to pray for them. I want you to pray for their focus. I want you to pray for their shalom. Um, and then thirdly, I want you to pray that their next 12 are their best 12. All right. Their focus, their focus. Secondly, their shalom. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. Thirdly, their next 12 are their best 12. Can I just get you to grab somebody's initials? You do not need to know them. What are we doing? We're about to supplicate for one another. This is supplication. This is corporate prayer. Uh, this is corporate prayer. I saw a joke video the other day where somebody uh, thought corporate prayer meant like prayer for your business. Corporate prayer means we, we're praying corporately together. And so we're going to pray for one another tonight. And you do not have to know who it is. But I want you to see the power of prayer in your life. All right. So, Father, we thank you. I see some of you put me on here. Father, we thank you tonight for those initials that we have placed on the screen. And we pray, God, for their focus, that their focus would be on the things that you have ordained. We rebuke broken focus. Broken focus is why people fail. Broken focus is why people fail. Broken focus is why people fail. And we pray, God, tonight that their focus would not be broken. Father, we pray that they are shalom. We gather, we gathered with them. Your word says that if we agree on anything, it shall be done for them. We gather with them tonight, God, believing that they are shalom. We declare nothing is missing in their lives. We declare nothing is broken in their lives. We declare nothing is lacking in their lives. And we declare that all is well. We speak it into their lives. We use the authority of the words that you've given us. Life and death are in the power of our tongues in the name of Jesus. And finally, God, we speak that their next 12 are their best 12. That means that the next 12 months of their lives, God, it'd be a perpetual running scenario where God, every time they get to a new month, the next 12 outdo what they've done. When they get to next April, it'll be better than this April. When they get to next May, it'll be better than this May. When they get to next uh, uh, June, it'll be better than this June. We speak that over their lives in the name of Jesus. We rebuke the enemy in the name of Jesus. And we declare, Father, that they are walking in their best, their best health, their best finances, their best physical fitness, uh, their best family situation. We speak the best. Come on, y'all. We speak the best. We speak the best for them now. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, listen, guys, I wanted to go into something else tonight for prayer, but here's how I'm going to end. Here's how we're going to end prayer. Three things, real fast, and then we're out of here. Number one, if you missed yesterday's message, we started a new series called Tikkun. It's a Hebrew word which means to fix, to fix or to amend. How many of you that word yesterday blessed you? Wave at me and let me know how it blessed you. Uh, in the comments on every platform that we're on tonight. It was amazing. Great opening to the series, Takum. Uh, and we talked about how to fix your focus. Oh my God, how to fix your focus. Um, and it's one of those words you need to go back and listen to. I'm setting you up because on this coming Wednesday night, Wednesday's message is called How to Handle Messy People and Messy Situations. My, 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 my. Do y'all hear me? I keep wanting to look over here, but the camera's over here. How to handle messy people and messy situations. Um, one of the things that messes with your focus is mess. One of the things that messes with your focus is mess. One of the things that messes with your focus are messy people. One of the things that messes with your focus are messy situations. And if you're not careful, you will take your focus off of what it should be on and get involved in the mess. Somebody says this is a series like group therapy part two. To be honest, it really is. It's sort of like Jeremiah and Lamentations. It's sort of like Luke and Acts. They're really, they're different books, but they're written by the same person. So they're like part twos. So this is something in really way, in many ways, it's really like part two. All right. It's going to be amazing. So I want you to watch uh, the first message, how to fix your focus. So many great comments, how to fix your focus. Watch it in our app, watch it on YouTube, watch it on Facebook, get the podcast. All right. Um, I want you to do that again. Can I get a few of you to type that on every platform? Text Harvest to 55498 to get our app. Secondly, 
if prayer blessed you tonight, bless what blesses you, so into it. Guys, I'm a giver. We're givers. That's why we're blessed. Never apologize for being blessed when you're a giver. Never apologize for God going out of his way to show you that he loves you because you've been faithful in giving. Now, don't misunderstand what I just said. I'm not saying that 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 because he loves you, uh, that's the only reason that's happening. I'm saying, God, when you are faithful in your giving, the Bible is very clear. A man's going to reap what he sows. He that waters will also be watered. So God likes, listen, here's my confession. God goes out of his way to bless me. God goes out of his way to favor me. God moves heaven, hell, and earth to do stuff for me. Come on, speak that over your life. He makes people bend their will to my favor. Like Stephen in the book of Acts, his Bible says they couldn't resist what he said. That when I speak, my words can't be resisted because I'm speaking on behalf of God. All right. Somebody says, I get excited to give. I do too. Like it's one of the most exhilarating things for me. All right. If you want to sow, bless what blesses you. You can use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman in the number two. All right. That's the only cash app. Dollar sign, Bishop Foreman, F-O-R-E-M-A-N, the number two. You use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Giveify. All of that is hello at harvestchurch.church. That's the email connected to it. Hello at harvestchurch.church. And then for those you connected to Harvest, you can use text to give. Now, again, that's going to change over in a week from now, but we're going to tell you all about it. It's going to be much simpler. It's going to be much easier. All right. And to do that, um, um, you can, um, if you know how to use text to give and you're connected to Harvest, you can do that. All right. Last thing I want to do is right at eight o'clock. I did good. I got us a time. If you are not a Christian tonight, tonight's your night. Like, come on, let's just make it a marathon of salvation. I know over 10 yesterday. I don't know the final number, but I know it was over 10. If you need to give your life to the Lord for the first time, tonight's your night. You can come to him. Secondly, if you've given your life to the Lord, you've never been faithful, come back to the Lord tonight. And third, if you're like, Bishop Foreman, I don't know where things stand with God. I want you to be sure tonight. Either of those, you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself a little, or be sure wherever you're at on three, I want you to respond. One, two, three. Do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. Every platform. Go, go, go. Come on, YouTube. Come on, Facebook. Come on, Instagram. Come on, YouTube. Come on, Facebook. Come on, Instagram. If that's you, do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. I am waiting on you. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Anybody going to beat you down? I, I see somebody say it's a safe place because it is. Because it is. This is a safe place to grow. Come on here. This is a safe place to learn the Lord and to grow and to serve and to be discipled, all of that. But first, we got to get you to Jesus. That's the first thing. I'm your usher today. Let me be your first Sunday usher and point you over to Jesus. Come on. That's the first thing I got to do today. Let me be your first Sunday usher. That was the, the if you grew up old school church, the first Sunday ushers, they were like the 18 ushers. Let me get you over here to Jesus. All right. Wherever you're at, wave that hand or say, it's me on every platform. I want everybody. I see you responding. Come on. I see you responding. Hit the button. Some of you are like, I don't know if I should do it or not. All these people are going to see me. You better hit that button. You better hit that button. God loves you. All right. I want everybody to say this to me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Say, because of this belief and because of this confession, if this is my first time praying this, I see you responding. Keep responding. Keep responding. If this is my first time praying this, I am reconnected to you. If I never knew you, I am now saved. Thank you for your love for me. Give me the grace to walk this race in Jesus name. Amen. Let's go. Congratulations. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time, recommitted yourself to the Lord, and you're now sure. Here's what I need you to do. I need you to simply text the word um, decision to 55498. When you do that, we're going to shoot you a text right away to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle, not a hobby. Many people respond. Sometimes people don't hit the text. Can I tell you, hitting the text is the most important part. It's kind of like going to the bank and filling out the deposit slip, but you never, ever take it to the teller. So even though you filled out the slip, nobody's able to actually make the deposit. And so allow us to deposit into you. Would you do that? Allow us to pour into you. Everybody connected to Harvest, we want to pour into you. And the way we do that, we have a whole message that literally walks out what you do next so you can get this done. All right. I love you guys. I pray you have an amazing night. Again, if prayer bless you, go so. I didn't get to go into depth of what I wanted to, but I think what I said is what he wanted to say. I always pray about prayer. Somebody says, you grow at Harvest. Yes. Come on here. I always pray about prayer. I don't just get on and pray. While I was at the gym today earlier, I was, I, I was praying about prayer, but I was, that's when I was praying about prayer tonight. 
And um, and that's when the Lord, he said, tell them to be violent. And so I knew we were going to go there. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. Wednesday night church, 7 o'clock Mountain Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time. We're doing um, how to handle messy people and messy situations. It's going to be awesome. All right. Uh, Instagram, once this is posted, can I get a few of you to share? Put this in your story. Um, things like that. Uh, YouTube, can I get you to do the same thing? Facebook, share it on your page. When you share, it literally blesses people. And we get emails. Um, we get emails. So about 8,000 emails a month come in to the church. And out of those, um, you'd be shocked and amazed at how many of those are people that because you share, their life has been impacted. All right. So that's why I asked you to do that so much. All right. Go sow and share. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. Bye bye, y'all. I'm going to go by here. Shalom. I know y'all are still there. Now I know that it still keeps it up for a moment. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. And love you guys. Have an amazing night. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologists recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd. Only at BJ's.